Hello, guys. We are back. We are back. For episode 11. Yes. Of uh, Spook Spook Motherfucker Month. Yes. This I hope everybody's something. enjoying their October and their spooky season. I know. We celebrate early, but. Oh, we've been celebrating since August. Who are we kidding? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, like, cares. They're all like, yes. We love it. Yes, so, thank you. Because we love you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm Nicole, by the way. And I'm Macy. And this is Buzzkillers. You are listening to Buzzkillers. To Buzzkillers. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to be better about in the beginning, like saying who we are. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're not good at that yet. We just start talking and then we're like, boop, 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 for like three I hours. know. <laughs> People so, are like, who are these bitches again? <laughs> um, I'm Macy and this is Nicole. <laughs> and we're weird. Yay. Yay. We are weird. We love it. We're so weird. <laughs> It's fine. The boys are like, ah, just go talk about your murder. I know. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) What did Tyler say earlier? He's like, don't you guys have a murder or something to talk about? Yeah, he he was just like, don't you have a murder to talk about? He's like, oh, I'll go talk about your murder. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, Uh, Macy, what delicious wine did you pick out for us today? Oh, my God. I picked Vipra. Is that what we think it's called? I believe. That sounds right. Vipra. Ooh, gotta grab it. <laughs> it is a um. Oh, it says made in Italy. Ooh, prodotto in Italia. That's what it says, which Beautiful. means product of Italy. <laughs> no, Italian speakers are probably gonna be like, mm, she's over. <laughs> so they're all rolling their eyes, going, you "Yeah, just sorry, my but mother. I <laughs> did my best." Um, it is a uh, sweet red, and it was cool because it has like this like snake on the bottle. I thought that was really interesting. It, yeah, um, it's cool. It's so like, it says, get the bite of this sweet, charming red wine and enjoy it chilled. See? It says enjoy it chilled. Thank God. We're guys. We're weird. We like our red wine cold. I don't care what you think of me. I was going to say, there are so many people in the wine community right now going, <gasps> I can hear my sister's heart breaking <laughs> from a mile away. My sister is a sommelier. And like, so if you don't know what that means, she's literally got a degree in wine. Like she can look like pill Her up a bottle. Her is like... It's insane. She it, can be she, one of those people that's like, like, there are notes of persimmon. Yes. And it was grown in this dirt at this time of year With in this, this country level. on a hillside at 30 degrees. Like, <laughs> she like, has a British accent. <laughs> say my sister's magically British now. Hi, Krista. I love you. <laughs> 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 oh my god i mean i did that thing with my sister where she was like female ghost bridge female ghost bridge she told me she listened to the podcast when we did that and she was so excited <laughs> that we did it <laughs> i can never forget female ghost bridge Mm-mm. nope because <laughs> that movie actually scared the fuck it out was of me. scary <laughs> and i think it's because we like foreign movies don't have so many like restrictions yeah on them because there are like a bunch of like japanese horror movies and they're fucking terrifying they're terrifying so america for some reason our our horror movies just like try too hard Mm. everything's like either it's like always jump scares or it's just like over the top to the point where like we watched that movie on hulu was it the one about the Velisca murders was it with the kids that went to the house. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like, <laughs> it, was it was so weird. And it was just like, and we try a little too hard with our horror movies to make it like really so scared. scared. And it just comes out weird. And we're always just like, 
Mm. But we are watching Bly Manor right now. Oh my now. God, you guys. Bly Manor. <laughs> and we are loving it and actually had to be like, okay, okay, we gotta stop. We gotta stop. We gotta record. We gotta record. How many episodes? We've watched four of them now, right? Four. Yeah. And I'm sure we will watch well, another one before you leave. And we, technically, Macy watched the first one twice. <laughs> half of it. Half of it. You were not asleep for that long. It was only like 15 minutes. We got home super late from bowling and we were supposed to watch Bly Manor. And I was like, I can do this. I can stay awake. I can stay awake, guys. I can make it. I can make it. <laughs> but like- to be fair, the boys asked us to make plans and then it all changed, yep. <laughs> which is fine because we needed to make a reservation. And that was as yeah like like that was what could happen but we had planned to come home earlier and watch earlier mm-hmm. so we were gonna leave we were it trying like, to watch it at like midnight yeah, it was so we not wanted to work. leave it like 6 30 and instead the reservation we could only make it for eight o'clock and then it was like we got there and we spent so much time like picking drinks at the bar and like <laughs> yeah, it, it <laughs> by the time we time. actually started playing and we like did our two hours of bowling it was Fucking, I think we left at like 10.30. No, we left after 11 o'clock. Did we really? Yes. I, see, I don't even remember. <laughs> we left after 11 o'clock. I remember looking at the clock and being like, shit, it's like 11.30. I was so tired by the end of it because I just like, I hit a wall. We'd been drinking and eating and like running Woo-hoo! around playing. And all of a sudden I was just like, whoa, tired. <laughs> uh, exhausted. <laughs> Guys, mm. adulthood sucks. <laughs> oh my God. When you wake up for like work at six o'clock. Like, I'll never forget in college, at least I could be like, nah, I'm, I'm staying up. I don't care how tired I am. I could get up for 8 a.m.s and You'd be in I, was pajamas. Till, I was up till I was up till I was up till 3 a.m. the next night. And I was like, I can keep staying up. I, can I was do never this. that person. Now my body's like, <laughs> no, you're going to bed. <laughs> I was such, I think and I, I, I think if there's anyone else who is in the music like music classes, they shout out to my peeps that are in the music <laughs> classes. If I have friends that are listening. Um, I mean, I don't know. Um, you know, you have performances and like they're all there's all this like health stuff with singing. Like, yeah, you have to be like and if you're singing for 12 hours a day, like the majority of your day is singing. You have a voice lesson. You have a rehearsal. You have choir. You have like or a recital that you're practicing for. Like you who cannot get sick. Yeah. So every music major I know is like. A good little kid. Yep. And they go to bed early and they wake up early. See, <laughs> I had a slightly different experience because very weird. You had experience. like you had the performers. You were friends with all the performers. Mine were like the music industry kids. So uh, they were the ones yeah, that yeah, were yeah. learning all the equipment and the background of it all. So they weren't like they didn't really need to do that. Yeah. So I was my because I had my junior year of college. My three roommates were all music industry majors. God bless you. And they were all men. I really God don't know how you. I survived. God bless you. That's Jesus was like looking out for you. Even if you don't believe, he, he was looking out for you. I still to this day, I'm like, I don't know how I did this. Living with guys is an interesting. But I was time. just always better friends with men. Like, girls always, I was always like, I mean, like, you're different. You're like me. (laughs) We're like the same person. But, like, most girls are so catty and so, it's just like, I don't want to be friends with that. And men are just so, like, you're being stupid. Stop it. (laughs) Like, men give no fucks and all they want to do is drink beer and play video games. I'm like, that's cool with me. (laughs) All of my male friends are gay. 
but I love them just the same. You were in musical theater. I was a musical theater yeah. kid. Like, that's just the... That is no sly. Please, nobody take that as any sort of sly. I am very, very attuned <laughs> to where we are in the country right now. So that is not a sly. I love all my friends. But, They're all great. But there are no... That I mean, I think I got one of... I mean, my husband was a music major with me. You got one straight. Of the, I got one of the straight the ones. The very few straight ones. But all my guy friends are gay. <laughs> and I'm fine with it. I always wanted... Because they're fun. I always wanted that, like, super close gay best friend. I've got TJ and I've got Jared. Shout out. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> TJ said he was listening. Um, I don't know if Jared listens, but hello. And <laughs> we I, hope you do. <laughs> I hope you do. And I love you to death. I hope you know. Shout outs. Um, anyway, <laughs> let's... Girl... Tell We've me. been bad with the banter before, so we have in the beginning. Let's, so let's let's just let's hop into this real quick, um, yes. and get started before we talk too too much. Um, all right, so episode four of Spooks or three, sorry, three of Spook Spook Motherfucker Month, um, <laughs> is about the murder of Elise Poller. I think it's Poller. It might be Paler. It's spelled P A H L E R. I think it's Poller. Poller. It sounds like Poller. It sounds like but Poller. sometimes people will be like, "No, it's Paler." So, um. Don't, I'm just going to call a release. Don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> I'm just going to call a release. Um, and I, the, one of the reasons I picked this case is because it is the inspiration for a horror movie. Um, that I have not seen. <laughs> which is amazing. Um, it's actually really good. Um, and it did not get good reviews at the beginning. Interestingly. Really? Yes. Um, Jennifer's Body. I'm going to get into a little bit of it at the end because I had no clue about this when I saw it personally. When I saw the movie. And now that I've seen it and also know about this case, I'm like, shit. Yeah. You see the parallels. I mean, it's not completely the same, but mm-hmm. here we go, guys. <laughs> That's Megan Fox, right? Megan Fox and yep. um, Amanda Seyfried. Oh, OK. Yeah. It's an interesting movie. And I read like an interesting blog um, like that was like reviewing it. Mm-hmm. And um, it gave me some interesting ideas to think about. Especially after like knowing now I know the case, yeah. but I didn't know the case when I saw the movie. Yeah. So like, it it's interesting. Anyway, I'll get to it. I <laughs> I, I, I have my thoughts. I have my thoughts. Um, so I found some like interesting things about this case. Um, it's obvious that there is some there's like some drug related things in here, mm-hmm. but then like I also found articles where it was like completely like not that. Yeah. Like. I mean, obviously, the reason why she was out that night was like, but like I saw in this one article that she was like very active in the church or something like that. And I was like, I didn't see that anywhere else. So I'm going to not talk about that. (laughs) We're going to go based on majority. Yeah, I'm going to go based on majority information. So some of this stuff was like I was kind of conflicting. But, you know, parents have different views of their children. So um, on July 22nd, Mm -hmm. 1995. Um, Elise was 15 years old and she snuck out of her house to hang out with a couple of teenage boys. Mm -hmm. Not a good idea. No. Not ever. Um. Not at 15. These three boys were, um, Jacob DeLashmet. I think that's how you say his last name. He was 14. Joseph Fiorella. He was 15. And Royce Casey, he was 16. I like that name. Royce. Royce. 
Yeah, what an interesting name. It is an interesting name. Um, <clears throat> so they had called her and asked her to come out and promised her drugs. Oh my god! Um, and they brought her to like this hangout spot. I mean, I don't know what you. I don't know. <laughs> what are the cool kids call those places? Um, uh, and it was kind of nearby her house. Um, here's something that I found that I only found like one place, but I was like, mm. um, that maybe some, she had met one of these boys at a recovery center for like drug teens with drug and alcohol use. But I only found oh. that one place. Yeah. Um, a lot of other places said that they met at school. So it's possible maybe they were both. Maybe I mean, they I'm were not really both. sure. But yeah. um, they, uh, Delashment and Fiorella, I'm going to call the boys by their last names, mm-hmm. but Elise by her first name. So okay. um, Delashment and Fiorella went to school with Elise. Um, and I guess that Delashment had been expelled at some point while they were in school together because yeah. he wasn't attending at the time of this. Okay. Um, and... Fiorella, I guess, left at some point. It said one of these one of these articles says that he was going to be schooled at home. Um, oh, okay. But he left at some point for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and um, Casey Royce Casey went to another school. Oh, wow! So I so the two bo- two of the boys knew her from school, and yeah. one possibly didn't, and one possibly knew her from this maybe like drug recovery thing yeah i don't know if that's true i'm just i saw it and i thought it might be pertinent information yep. so <laughs> tell me if i am not right if you've seen something else elsewhere let us know let me let, yeah let me know so i kept reading in all these articles that they took her to a eucalyptus field i'm not really sure what that looks like that's oddly but that specific. was that it was but it's oddly specific and yeah. i saw it more than once so they took her to a eucalyptus field interesting um which is where this hangout place was um and they all talked for a while and we're smoking marijuana together of course um and at some point during this evening mm-hmm. delashment walked up behind elise and began strangling her with a belt that he had been wearing would you just like out of the blue out of the blue oh boy okay yeah. <laughs> um royce casey held her down while this was happening what the f- and uh fiorella pulled out a knife that he had been hiding and began stabbing her in the neck. Oh my God. This um, had to be premeditated. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. You're getting there. Yeah, I'll get there. Um, <laughs> and then they went round Robin with the knife. Oh my, what sick fucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, oh, your turn. Royce Casey, who's, <laughs> who ends up being like really big part of how this all gets figured out. Mm-hmm. Um, he later told police and investi- investigators that Elise was, like, crying for her mother when she was being stabbed and strangled by them. Oh, that hurts um, my heart so much. And here's a here's a quote from him. She was on, on the ground praying to God and calling for her mom. Oh. So these guys are fucking sick. I can't um, even imagine that. They started, um, and I, I'm going to explain this, so... Just hold your horse. I know you're going to be like, what? Oh, I know. Um, so they, after they had stabbed her in the neck a bunch of times, um, they began stomping on her, like on her neck and her head. What is wrong um, with people? To make her die faster. 
Because oh, uh, um, oh my god. And here's okay. Here's here's why they had to do that. Not had to because they're sick. But this is why they did. They that. felt they had to. Um, a forensic pathologist. Um, and I think it was the one. Oh yeah, it was the one who actually performed the autopsy on Elise. Mm-hmm. Um, she said that she had been stabbed. Um, at least twelve times. Um, oh my god! But none of the wounds were fatal. So oh. she slowly bled to death. Oh. And so as she's slowly bleeding to death, these boys think she's not dying quick enough. And Let's they start stomping on her. Oh, my God. Yeah, they are fucked. Um, so oh, these guys, these guys are fucked. After she bled to death and they were done stomping on her face, they raped her dead body. Oh. They were being they were practicing necrophilia. Oh, um, all three of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. So p- later, later on, after all of this has happened, like the murder has transpired and everything, um, Delashmit's friends and like family all say that he boasted about doing this, boasted about killing her, boasted prick. about raping her, well, raping her corpse, and um, no one took them seriously. How do you not take that seriously? I don't know. Like, that's not something that a normal sane person jokes about. I know. I would, I don't even care if it is a joke. I, it's something I'd be like, okay, this person's saying this and I don't know if it's true or not. If I was that child's mama, I told you, I read that article once where like, and me, or maybe I told Tyler, I don't know, but I've read this article once where this kid had raped a girl in his high school mm-hmm. and later on his parents found text messages from him and this girl. Yeah. And he was saying he was sorry for what he had done and his dad marched his little butt to the fucking police station. Good. I would do the same goddamn thing. I'd be like, fuck oh. you. I did not raise so you to the, be like that. So those people did the opposite of what Brock Turner's father did where they tried to make an excuse saying, oh, it was just 10 minutes of action. I to this day, that fuck Brock Turner, fuck Brock Turner, make that life, that man's life a living hell. I literally, <laughs> that case made me so angry. <laughs> I was so angry. And the whole thing where like, they're like talking about her promise beauty and what she was wearing and shit. And then they're like talking about like his swimming record. Like who the fuck gives a fuck about his swimming record? They're like, oh, this like this like, bright young man, talented swimmer. I was like, like, yeah, the fucking rapist over there. Yeah, fucking um, rapist. Him, call him what he is. Call him what he is. Sorry, tangent. That's like me and Chris Watts, though, guys. Yeah. We'll cover that. <laughs> I already told Nicole I call that case. Yeah, I can't. I've been I've been keeping up with it since the beginning. Tell us your thoughts on the Netflix document documentary. Yes, seriously. Because I was kind of upset by it. Got just kind of. <laughs> there there was, was just key stuff that was left out and I think I think maybe it was like in the in the course of trying to be, you know, a director and being objective. Like you know what I yeah. mean? I, think, I don't think that they like meant to like I don't know be mean about it. Yeah. But it just was kind of well, like what the fuck? Something I also didn't I actually didn't think about this. When did that information come out that was left out? No, it's been out. Okay, because when were they? I don't know when they were in production. Well, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, maybe, possibly, that information came out when it was too late to get it in there. I didn't think about that. I don't know. I put an addendum, like like I did the other day. Right? They could have done that. They really could have. You could have put an addendum. I'm sorry. (laughs) So Um, back to Jennifer's body. (laughs) Well, Elise's body. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was a bad. Oh, that was a bad joke. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's not that's not appropriate. 
Um, so after, so like once this whole case is done and they find out that it's these boys that did this, they all like tried to deny that they had sex with her corpse and practice necrophilia. Um, but there was evidence showing that there had been stuff going on. Yeah. So that was a lie. Yeah. <laughs> this day and age, we can, we can figure that stuff out, but thanks for your lies guys. Okay. So <laughs> now that you guys have heard about her horrific murder, um, I'm going to get into a little bit of like why they say this happened to her. Um, so all of these boys, Delashment, Delashment, it's a real, I mean, if you saw this name, it's hard. <laughs> and we're drinking wine. Um, Delashment, Fiorella, and Casey all practice Satanism. And they were doing this like way before the murder occurred. Okay. Um. So eight months after they have murdered her in this eucalyptus field, mm-hmm. she is still missing. She's still missing at this her point? Her parents don't know where she, where her, where she is. They have re- labeled her a runaway. Oh, I hate when they do that with kids. Because, you know, she had possible she drug, drug use in her, in her past. And crap. I don't agree with it. I was going to say, that's crap. I don't agree with it, but I'm just saying probably why. Um, I've seen like, too many documentaries. Even if, even if the parents think they're a runaway, you should, it should still be looked into. Exactly. Um, so... Eight months have gone by. She is laying in this like random eucalyptus field decomposing and her body is still being continuously raped by these boys. They keep returning. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. That's disturbing. It's fucked up. Uh, (laughs) Royce Casey has a change of heart and becomes a, a Christian and converts. He says that he found God. And that um, because of his new religion, he felt that he needed to tell the authorities what he had done, what he and his friends had done. So he went to them and confessed to the crimes and he led them to her decomposing body in the eucalyptus. The eucalyptus grove. Sorry. (laughs) Field. It's a field. Um, So she was murdered in July and her body wasn't found until March. Oh my God. Um, so I'm going to read this. It says, according to investigators, Casey had came forward partly because he had these newfound religious beliefs, but also he thought that Delashment and Fiorella were planning to kill someone else. Like, Oh, they were going to do it again. They, he thought they were going to do it again. Um, they, told him that she wouldn't be the only one and there would be others. Oh. Um, But also, Casey had begun distancing himself from them in the months after the murder because he found Christianity and found God or whatever. Yeah. Um, And so he thought that they would maybe try to kill him next. Come after him, yeah. Um, And I'm going to talk about this band later on. But a lot of the reason that they say this happened is because they were listening to a band named Slayer. Tyler knows this band. My <laughs> husband knows this band. He was like, you don't know who this band is? I was like, no, I, I didn't I've, know who this was. I've heard of Slayer. Um, and there is one of their lyrics that says, if you're not with us, you may no longer exist. And so... Oh, no. Um, the boys were like heavily into Satanism and heavily into this band. And so they believed like they're... According was, to what they think happened, they thought that 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 Slayer's word word was like law. Oh my god! 
not saying that that's true or right or anything. Cool. <laughs> it's just what they thought. Um, so you had, to, you had mentioned to me that this sounds premeditated. Yes. It majorly does. <laughs> Casey told investigators when he went to them and confessed that Fiorella and Delashmit had been planning Elisa's murder for over a month and that they had tried to kill her once before. What happened that time? <laughs> yeah. Um, Casey told them that um, Delashmit and Fiorella and a bo- another boy, not Casey. Oh. A different boy. This is a fourth. Um, had plotted and attempted to kill Elise before her actual murder. Yeah. Um, the boys asked Elise to like hang out, go for a walk. Yeah. Um, and then one of them pretended to like drop something into a, a, a steep ravine. And they somehow drag her also into the ravine. Um, and or like not drag her, but they they're they, like, come help us find like, yeah. this thing. And um that's when Fiorella pulled out the same knife that he ended up killing her with and threw it to the boy that they that was unnamed. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know his name, tell me. I couldn't find it. But if you know it, they probably his parents are probably like, no. Yeah, I say it was probably never released. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so Delashmet kept tell- like telling him to do it, do it, do it. And he wouldn't. He he chickened he out. He like chickened out. Um, and, but I mean, that's not much of a chicken. That's just, oh, crap. I have human feelings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I am not a sociopath. I'm not a psychopath. Yep. Um, Elise never told her parents about this. And it was never reported to anyone um and it just kind of shows that she trusted them enough to even go out with them again yeah so they investigators think that she thought that the boys were just joking yeah and they 15 year old boys playing a stupid game they were not Uh. so while they planned her the second attempt Mm -hmm. to murder her um they talked about it a lot when they were listening to death metal music. And I, I wanted to find like an actual recording or not recording what I'm talking about definition of what death music is. So I found this on Google. I just typed in death music definition. Um, death metal is considered to be a subgenre of heavy metal rock. Mm-hmm. What distinguishes death metal is the lyrics involving murder, torture, and the occult. Interesting. So... I did not know that. I didn't. I, I did didn't, not know that. I mean, like I knew of, I, I've heard of death metal. I've just never mm-hmm. known that that is what gives it. Why it's called. Yeah. That, why exactly. it falls in that yeah. category. That's weird. Yeah, exactly. Um, so they had their own band, these boys that they called hatred and they modeled it after the band Slayer. Of course they did. <laughs> um, and <laughs> if you don't know a lot about Slayer, which I didn't, um, they, I guess their albums feature a lot of lyrics about Satan, the devil, and I guess there's some stuff about sacrificing virgins and fun. things like that. Um, so fun. And <laughs> <laughs> according to Casey, Fiorella, who ends up kind of being the, the ringleader of all of this, mm-hmm. um, owned a lot of books on Satanism and the occult and stuff, was wow. very interested. 
Um, God, and these kids were 15? Yeah. Jesus. So when the boys <laughs> were asked why they did this, mm-hmm. Casey said, and this is a direct quote from him, it was to receive power from the devil to help them play guitar better. You're fucking with me. Nope. That That's not... That's not a good reason to kill a human nope. being. Nope, nope. You s- fucking sickos. Uh, <laughs> they what? wanted to make the perfect sacrifice to the devil so that they could gain more craziness, I guess. They say that a lot. And I'll read another like actual quote later where they say this. They wanted to like gain craziness. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> weird. Um, it would make them play harder and play faster. Like that's what they believed that killing her and sacrificing her to Satan would like give them super, give guitar them powers. super guitar powers. Oh my God. Um, this is, you are not Ember from Danny Phantom guys. They <laughs> chose Elise because she had blonde hair and blue eyes. Uh huh. And because she was a virgin. According to them. I don't know if that's true or false. But according to them, she was a virgin and um, killing her was considered the ultimate sin and their ticket to hell. They said at some point that she reminded them of the Virgin Mary. Which I was like, what the fuck? Everything they did. Um, This is just bizarre. (laughs) uh, So one of the... um, there was this song by Slayer called Altar of Sacrifice. And there's some lyrics that they like thought maybe influenced them. It was high priest awaiting dagger in hand, spilling the pure virgin blood. Oh, yes. <laughs> so Lord holy. <laughs> um, <laughs> so obviously once Casey tells his story, all of the boys are picked up. Oh, yeah. And there's no lying about this. Casey has told them absolutely everything. Everything. And there's just no getting out of it. Yeah. And their DNA is fucking everywhere. And their DNA is <laughs> everywhere. I just... Everywhere. 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 In that Petri dish, just everywhere. Yeah. I just can't. Um, without being gross, everywhere. Fiorella <laughs> like. later um, said that he was the one who first, like, said something about Satanism to everybody. Was like, hey, like, what do you guys think about this? Um, And when he realized that they all were kind of like, yeah, yeah, that stuff's cool. Yeah. That sounds interesting. He like really started to share like what he was thinking. Um, He had the most knowledge. um, And like I said, he became the leader Mm -hmm. and I might have the ages wrong. I might. Cause at one point it said in one of these articles that he was the youngest of the group, but I thought he was the middle one. Royce was Royce was definitely the oldest. If you guys, if I'm not, if I get that wrong, I really apologize. But they were all one of 14, yeah. 15, 16. They were all around that age. Yeah. But I know Royce was the oldest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Fiorella like kept continuing to delve more and more into this. He was collecting books and researching about the cult and Satanism and then other like fellow Satanists. Like they got in contact with a bunch of people. Oh, God. Um, yeah. 
But I'm also pretty sure that most Satanists are nonviolent. Yeah, most Satanists are not violent at all. That's actually like mm-hmm. a big thing of theirs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. I just was like, okay, unless you found the fucking freaks. Yeah. Which is possible. The people that are like, I'm a Satanist. And it's like, no, you're actually not. You're just a psychopath. <laughs> exactly. Like, you're not a Satanist. You, But like, they probably were looking on like Slayer sites and stuff like that. Yeah, because so, if you. That type of If Satanist. you actually like read about the Church of Satan and what they believe in, that's not at all how I just they think that they got in contact. It said with other Satanists. But these are a lot of like actual like news articles they're not gonna be like they found their like-minded peers yeah <laughs> they're just gonna be like they found all their satanists yeah. which there is probably a version of because there's so many religions of satanism yeah. out there that could be used God. this way oh that's so screwed up anyway <laughs> they like really were interested in like alistair crowley too and I didn't know who this person was. And I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, it's A-L-E-I-S-T-R. It sounds like Alistair to me. Yeah, I think that's Alistair. Um, he was like from England and he was an occultist um, in the early 20th century. Um, mm-hmm. And he was like a magician and a poet and a painter and a novelist. And I was like, wow, this guy sounds well-rounded. Yeah. How did you find him? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but he like created his own religion and like he said he was the prophet. And like, oh, you course. know, so like. So yeah. he was crazy. Got yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> um, like the kids and, and these boys ended up like breaking into graveyards and like, you know, they were they were doing like creepy, creepy things. Yeah. In the name of Satan. Um, and in the name of Satan. In the name of Satan. <laughs> it took um, me a second to get to that because I was drinking wine. <laughs> <laughs> so um, later on, the boys, well, Delashmit and Fiorella, definitely not Casey. Casey's yeah. like, I, here's my shit. I am laying it out on the table. <laughs> like, Casey's like, I'm the one that spilled the beans. Where's my deal? <laughs> oh, he doesn't get no deal. No, really. uh, he oh. doesn't get no deal. Oh. Um, no offense, so, but that's kind of he, he's kind of a dummy. Yeah. Normally, the one that spills the beans is like, all right, I spilled the beans. Where's my deal? <laughs> like, he's like he's like a kid. He doesn't know what to fucking do. It's true. <laughs> I that I mean that's my first thought. Yeah, I know. It's me, <laughs> but maybe not to like a seventeen year old. Um, but Delashmit and Fiorella like tried to deny that they had any part in any sort of satanistic anything, yeah. and um, but they did admit that they had killed her that they played a part in her death okay um but even before royce had like converted Mm -hmm. um he was like having a hard time dealing with everything they had done um and so like later on he starts right like well after the murder Mm -hmm. not when he like obviously you know, is in jail. I mean, maybe he is, but he started writing in a diary, in a journal. Oh. Hang on, my notes are like flip-flopping, flip-flopping. I don't know what's happening. Um, <laughs> he was writing in a journal and said he was like, it was just so weird. He, like, at some points, he's like writing about how like Satan has arisen and how that serial killers would make the devil happy <laughs> um, and that they could like, that they could make temples to the, to Satan and then like at these temples killers could sacrifice virgins and oh my god yeah he enjoyed going back to the eucalyptus grove so like he says that but then he also like f- says he feels bad 
So it's like weird. He's, he's like, definitely fighting with him, his own conscience. Yeah, he's like on the fence about how he actually feels about what he's done. Um, yeah. It's so gross. <laughs> I just it don't. Is. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, and then, so to kind of go back to like why, and I said I had a direct quote yeah. from Delashment. Um, when they finally admit mm-hmm. to like doing so like they have all the evidence. Royce has given it all up. Yep. It's all in his fucking journal. Yep. Like if they didn't have fucking evidence, and they had the DNA. Like this is shut closed. Yeah. Um. So, Delashment later says about the murder, about the whole playing crazy, yeah. wanting to be better guitar players. Things. It was harmless at first. We used to smoke weed, play guitar, kick it. I was just into heavy metal music. Then. Fiorella asked about Satanism and he said he asked well Fiorella asked him if he'd be down for sacrificing a a whatever virgin so (laughs) I didn't take it seriously so I said whatever yeah yeah I don't know if I read that well I just like how even if you think somebody's not serious, how could you just be like, whatever? I like, know. even if I was stoned off my ass, I'd be like, bro, what? I'm like, no, that's fucked. <laughs> so, like, everybody is thinking that, like, this whole... And the obsession with the the death metal is, like, a big prevalent part of this case. Really? They think that this had a lot to do with everything. And the parents also of Elise also think that this had a lot to do with everything. Uh, so, like, later on, Delashmit tries to say that, yeah, the music probably wasn't a good thing to listen to, but it's not what made me kill Elise. Yeah. Which is probably true in mm-hmm. a sense. Um, and Delashmit also claims at this time that um, Fiorella was obsessed with Elise and oh was obsessed God. about killing her. So I don't really think that for Fiorella, at least, yeah, it had very much to do with the music. He probably was just a fucking psychopath and wanted to kill her. Yeah. He was like basically using Satanism and music as an excuse to be like, yeah. to, to like carry out his. Don't fantasies. you hear what they're saying? Let's sacrifice a virgin. Yeah, exactly. This is normal. So, this, like I said, this is kind of like an open and shut case. Yeah, they have enough evidence. Um, all the boys plead no contest to the charges. Excuse me, and <laughs> we're all sentenced to twenty six years to life in prison. And were, were they tried as adults? I couldn't find that anywhere. I looked. Uh, so if they were sentenced to that long, I'm assuming they yes. are. I mean, I would assume they would be too because they all knew right from wrong. Oh, yeah. There's no way that they... But I couldn't... If you guys know that, I I literally have like 20 articles and I didn't and see that. Normally, too, the trial normally takes place a couple years after the incident. There's normally So that they're probably like... Delays well, there. Royce might have been even 20 at that, at that uh, time. Yeah, I was going to say because if they were all around 15, 16 years old, they were... By the time the trial rolled around, they were at least Because look 18. at that. Because look at that. It's just like we just covered like Joel the, Guy Jr. Joel Guy Jr. And, and it happened in 2016. That was four years ago. Four years it took them before they finally had a trial and sentenced oh that guy. God. So it's like it, it could have been a while before they really did try them. 
Oh my gosh. I don't even like it. But all of them are being held at like separate prison facilities. Good. They're not together. Thank fucking so that's God. How it should be. Um lose your place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So um way after the murder, they, I couldn't mm-hmm. find when exactly they said this. Yeah. But um the boys ended up doing a um well the Fiorella Fiorella and Delashment ended up doing a um interview with Entertainment Weekly. Why? I well because this was okay. I get to it. I'll okay. get to it. I'll get to it. <laughs> um and at the time of this interview they say that the that Slayer's music had nothing to do with the murder. Um it wasn't intended to be any sort of satanic ritual or sacrifice. Bullshit. <laughs> but court records say that before the boys were sentenced, Fiorella told his probation officer that he had been influenced by the music. Oh, um, okay. And in his confession, he, um, oh, in his, well, in Casey's confession, sorry, not Fiorella's, in Casey's confession, um, Casey says that they referred to themselves as Satan's children okay. and that they had, like, planned this devil worship ceremony to kill Elise. So, mm, Lordy. <laughs> you can say that, you know, you didn't yeah. have any sort of satanic or whatever. Nothing happened, but Yeah, but I don't believe you. I don't believe you. Um, so Elise's parents end up filing a civil lawsuit against the band Slayer. I don't know how this is about to go, but I just feel like that's not going to go well for them. that's just my prediction Uh, it doesn't um so they thought that that slayer had these two songs called postmortem and dead skin mask and they said it was like a manifesto about stock stalking raping murdering torturing and committing necrophilia they said it was basically like a guidebook um (laughs) and so they filed this lawsuit and in the in the files in the lawsuit they um they claim that the band's music incited the kids to murder her mm-hmm. um there was a suit that was filed in 1996 because remember i said she was killed in 1995 mm-hmm. but it gets dismissed um and i i i couldn't tell if it got dismissed because at one place i read that it got halted because of the legal lawsuit against the boys, like uh, for their trial, oh. like it got halted because of that. But then in another place, I read that it got dismissed. So I was kind of confused. Like, did they postpone this? Yeah. So that the boys could have their trial and not be influenced by a second trial, which would obviously be higher profile. Yeah. Because it's against the band and their record label. Yeah. Yeah. That or would be much did they actually dismiss it because of whatever? I read I read a couple of articles where they were conflicting, so I wanted to like say both. Yeah, and let you like you decide. <laughs> you decide what you think. Um, and this case ends up going national, international. <laughs> it's a huge case. Not I surprised. found a Billboard article about it, which is probably why Entertainment Weekly interview them. them yeah oh that's so screwed up um 
it was like a big thing with the entertainment industry because it kind of made it like people were afraid about their First Amendment rights mm-hmm. to say what they wanted to say and yeah. when they wanted to say it. And so there was like this big, you know, oh my God, are we going to have to like censor a lot more shit in the entertainment in- industry? Oh, yeah. And that can cost us a lot of fucking money. Yes. Um. So they... They um, filed against Slayer, like I said, and several record labels. Uh-huh. Um, and they they sought monetary damages. Um, and they wanted to stop the, and I'm going to read this, um, well, kind of, it's, it's, they wanted to stop marketing violent music towards children. That was one of the big things. Okay. So they wanted... To stop marketing it all together. And they also wanted money. That is not going to happen. That seems very lofty. Like a lofty goal to me. That's. Yeah. I understand if it's. one. I understand because the boys at one point have said, yes, the music influenced them. But you also have to like this is it's the industry. Right. You're going to stop making them like that would be going after criminal minds. And being like, this show teaches you how to be a serial it's killer. It's like video games. Yeah. People say that video games make you a fucking serial killer. Yeah, it's it, it it's not gonna work. I just don't think that you are gonna get monetary damages plus yeah. no marketing. Because Mm-mm. even though one person says, Yeah, it influenced me, a million others are gonna be like, Well, it doesn't influence me. Right. Like that's just one freak case that that just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. That's a dumb goal to try and make this band stop being able to promote themselves exactly exactly that's too far (laughs) and so here is a um this is like this it kind of explains better in their better words Mm -hmm. um what the whole lawsuit is about it's from it's a direct quote from the pollers lawyer um, the distribution and marketing of the obscene and harmful material to adolescent males constituted sorry, <laughs> constituted aiding and abetting of the criminal acts described in this complaint none of the victims crimes committed against elise marie Poller would have occurred without the intentional marketing strategy of the death metal band slayer that was like the, their whole position that's so stupid <laughs> the record label's position was that they put that sticker on the album that yeah. says explicit content yep. even though it's small small and in the fucking tiny little corner yeah they put on the label to warn the public and parents yeah that this material was sensitive they've done their job and um and they also you know this parental warning so it should be at the discretion of the people who purchase the music slayers albums and i thought this was interesting also have a um a second warning that talks about the violence and sexual language in the lyrics yeah so like it's clearly written somewhere say they've done their job to say hey look like they've met all of the industry standards to say hey look this is a uh an explicit album that is going to discuss these horrifying topics it's really not for your kids and if your kids have it maybe take it away (laughs) yeah (sighs) so one of the lawyers for 
the for the record label said um, that the warning stickers are not required in cases of explicit language. Um, and it's they and so that kind of acts as like an advertising device to draw in kids, I guess. Hmm. Um, I feel like it is now. I think that's changed. Yeah. Okay, sorry. You're good. <laughs> and and the lawyer said the fact is is our society does not allow our chick kids to watch or even go near a snuff film. Still, minors can go out and buy snuff music anytime they want without their parents even knowing. Yeah. So that was a lot of you know like they were like we did our job, we warned the parents, but kids see, can get this stuff other ways. That's the uh, see that's the one thing that it varies i mean now it's a little bit different but i remember growing up video games especially if it was mature your parents had to buy it you weren't even allowed to check out but this is 1996 see yeah so like they should have had it so it should have been just like a video game where if something was labeled explicit content you had to be so old to purchase it so you know your 14 year old child can't walk out of the store with a freaking slayer album about murder but at that time but at that time that doesn't exist yeah there are no there's nothing like that and there should have been yeah hell yeah they should have been i mean i do i think that the record label did everything they could yeah probably yeah probably i mean at the end of the day it's like what are you going to go do, like, sue the store the yeah. kid bought it from, too? Like, exactly. at that point, it just gets too big. Yeah, you're trying too hard, and it's just... Yeah. So, in 2001, this finally comes to an end. Um, and this was, like, like I said, national, international attention. Everybody is yeah. watching, waiting, and especially the entertainment industry. It's oh, like, yeah. this could change everything. Mm-hmm. Um. And so a judge says that the lyrics are obscene um, and offensive, but they certainly did not incite the children to murder. Yeah. Um, and they, they were of sane sound mind. They made that decision themselves. Uh, judge Burke, uh, he wrote a, like a 14 page decision on why he did this. And I'm going to read 14 pages. And so I'm going to read a quote from it. Slayer's lyrics are repulsive and profane but they do not direct or instruct listen- listeners to commit the acts that resulted in the vicious torture murder of Elise Poller. I do not consider Slayer's music obscene, indecent, or harmful to minors. Wow. That's what he said. <laughs> this is like um, long, silent pause. He Wow. So... <laughs> so he says that he did not view the music as harmful... Um, which was obviously what the parents were trying to prove. Yeah. Um, he said it is, and he also added in this 14 page thing that it is not illegal to sell or market this music as a product Mm -hmm. and, um, it is protected by your first amendment rights. Yeah. Which was a huge win for the entertainment industry. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I honestly, I have to agree you can't yeah these things all there's a million ways that bad things like that are out there bad yeah. video games movies shows music but that 
it, that differs from the fact that like I listen to that music and I know right from wrong. So I know that even though they're talking about murder, it's not like they committed murder. They're not telling me to commit murder. It's a fictional story and a song like it's there's left actually up a to the YouTube people. video. So it'll go on our like um, our source on our source page on YouTube. Yeah. So check that out. Um, an interview with the band and I watched it. Okay. Um, and they end up, I think they end up talking about it. Yeah. They end up talking about the case. Yeah. And, um, they talk a lot about their music and how they come up with stuff. It's an interesting interview. Watch it with them. I, I, I'm sorry. I feel really bad for Elise Paler's parents, but they are, the, the band least, is not the problem. The band is not. I mean, not. I don't agree with their music and I would probably never let one of my children listen to it, but like. Just like, I mean. It you would, can't control that. It would have been the same outcome if they tried to sue the, the Church of Satan. Exactly. Like, they do not promote violence. Just because it it is about violence doesn't mean it's promoting it. Exactly. It's, exactly. Exactly. Uh, obviously, her parents were very upset about this. Yeah. Um, and David Paler said in an interview, um, there's a whole generation of children out there that are being fed this music. It's like feeding a child a little poison every day. We're saying enough is enough. Hmm. Uh. <laughs> I mean, uh. <laughs> I just, my brain immediately goes to the fact that there's literally a song called Cannibal by Kesha. And nobody has a problem with that. She literally talks about sucking men's blood and stirring f tea with somebody's finger. So like, where's the riot and people up in arms about that? Like, exactly. You can't you can't take a stand against one without taking a stand against all. OK, so <laughs> here's an interesting thing, too. Um, Paul Bostoff. I think mm -hmm. that's how you say his name. He was the drummer for the band Slayer. He later gives an interview with Guitar World magazine. Mm -hmm. And this is a, a, quote, a quote from the magazine. They're trying to blame the whole thing on us. Um, and he obviously thinks that the blame should be put on the people it should be put on. The yeah. fucking killers. I'm the sorry. The people that commit the murder. Um, if you're going to do something stupid like that, you should get in trouble for it. Yep. In this article... He also says that the boys didn't even follow their necrophilia rituals that the oh. band had detailed oh. in their songs. I feel like that wasn't an important detail he needed to mention, but okay. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Just leave that out. You're being sued. They didn't even follow our necrophilia list to a T. <laughs> it wasn't us. <laughs> I just, I, I, okay. Like that's, yeah. You just probably didn't have to say that probably at all. Probably should have just left that out. Um, <laughs> I, I really think that this had nothing to do with guitar skills or Satanism. I really just think that it had to do with these boys, like, wanting a girl that they thought maybe would reject them. And yep. so, I don't, it just seems I, like way more sexual in nature to me than anything else. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's the case. I'm going to talk about Jennifer Jennifer's body too. Okay. That's the case. Yeah, no, that like. <sighs> it just feels like there's like. Because. I don't know. I mean, you could take that and you could switch the whole situation around. You could say these three boys were Christians and 
you know they killed someone in the name of god went to prep school and listened to gospel and they thought that by killing somebody they were i don't even know like going to heaven yeah like they they just thought they were earning some passageway for god like people can that's what happens twist. that stuff any way you exactly. want it exactly to fit your to fit whatever your narrative and i think it, even like i'm not i don't i really think that fiorella was like the spearhead of all of this even though royce casey comes forward and is the one who ends up like telling the whole story yeah. i they they say that he was the leader of the group yep and they say that he was the one that was interested in the occult they said that he was the one that wanted to kill elise he was obsessed yeah. with her i really think it was like I, I think he, and I know in peer pressure. Yep, I, and I think he would have killed no matter who he was or exactly. where he was. He didn't even have. I think that and maybe he even chose to have accomplices so that like, like he probably would have killed on yeah. his own. Uh huh. He probably wouldn't have like, like he wouldn't have had any qualms doing it by mm-hmm. himself or with other people. Maybe not at such a young age, but maybe eventually I could see that very much. If like they had gotten away with it, uh-huh. which without Royce Casey, I think they might have. Yeah, I think they would have. Because the other two, I think, would have shut their mouths. Yeah. I, the whole thing was like fucked. So that's, <sighs> that's why I chose this case. Satanism. Anyway, so I said that this is. <laughs> Satanism um, made you choose the case. Well, because it's, because it's spook spook. It's spook spook, motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, wow, Satan. Okay. <laughs> wow, oh. Satan. <laughs> Let's do this one. Um. <laughs> Okay, this wine. Wow. This is good. This wine is really good. <laughs> oh, no, we're good. Um, okay. I thought I needed to pause for a second. Um, so like I said, this case is loosely, obviously, mm-hmm. what inspired the movie Jennifer's Body. Yeah. Um, this is um, a movie about two friends. Um, Amanda Seyfried's character, her name is Anita, but I think they call her Needy. From what I can recall. Interesting. Needy. Um, and Jennifer is Megan Fox. And what's interesting um, about this relationship between these two characters. Excuse me. Is like Jennifer is like Regina George. Oh God. <laughs> and Nina. Or Needy. Not Nina. <laughs> Needy is like Katie Heron before she turns into the mean girl. Yeah. Kind of. Um, so like the. The relationship between the, the two of them is weird. They're mm-hmm. like best friends, but they're complete like high school opposites. Yeah. Um, so the movie starts out with Jennifer and Needy going to like this dive bar and seeing a band that's like an indie band, I guess, called Low Shoulder. <laughs> um, so this like weird fire breaks out and the bar burns up. And has like people in it and stuff. It's like after the show, I think. Yeah. I'm 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 kind of recalling this from my own memory. So <laughs> I'm sorry if this is not exactly what happens. I've never um, seen this movie, so this <laughs> Yeah. And but so this bar burns up and there are people inside and uh-huh. people are dying. Um, but Jennifer and Needy and the band somehow survive this. Just them? Just them. Oh, of course. Um That's normal. <laughs> Um, it's very clear that this bar has been serving drinks to underage people. Of course. Um, <laughs> and so it, so I don't, I don't think that Needy's drunk. 
just because of the nature of her character from what I recall. Yeah. But Jennifer is drunk. Um, oh. And she loves this band. Yeah. Um. So the lead singer of the band gets more to drink for her and then takes her to their van. Mm. Um, Needy at this time is like, no, don't go. Feels like weird. Yeah. About all this. Um, but Jennifer gets in the van. Of course. And closes the door. And that's the last you see of her for like a hot minute. Um, <laughs> God. Uh, so later on, the, the news breaks about the pub um, and people are like, how did this happen? Like, but yeah. it like it makes you think like the whole time, like, was this maybe planned or something by the band? It's kind of like weird. Yeah. But um, so the movie goes on and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you find out later that. While Jennifer was in the van with the band, um, they murdered her. They sacrifice her. Um, <laughs> they sacrifice her. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. I'm reading my notes. I'm like, what did you? What do you mean by that? You're, <laughs> um, you're fine. <laughs> Um, so, okay, so this is, they were sacrificed by the Satan-worshipping indie band Low Shoulder. She was. Oh um, and that's, like, kind of the direct reference to Elise yeah. is she's murdered by this death metal band. Um, and the, the band does this because they want to increase their craziness and go pro. Oh, dear God. And that's also what, what they, the, boys the boys had said about the murder. Um... So they're in the movie, mm-hmm. their sacrifice is impure because uh. she tells them she is a virgin, but she's not. And so when you sacrifice someone to the devil who is in, in this, mo- according to this movie, not to me, <laughs> <laughs> um, if you sacrifice someone to the devil and they are impure, they become a demon. Um, and she has to like so like a succubus kind of so like the movie she's like a succubus she has to like consume the lives of men to stay young and stay beautiful gotcha (laughs) (laughs) um so like what I don't like about this whole movie and when I read this like blog and I was like wow that's interesting Mm -hmm. and I didn't realize that I thought this the whole movie you think Jennifer's the bad guy yeah because she's a fucking demon and she's killing boys and like draining their life essence yeah, and remaining but beautiful. She, but in reality, she is not. She wasn't. She, she, didn't, she didn't do that to herself. They exactly. did it to her. They are the villains. They this whole caused time. it. Um, so. She like terrorizes the town for a little bit. And I don't want to tell the whole story because I don't want to ruin it. No spoilers. Mm-hmm. But Needy end up ends up figuring all this out and then all hell breaks loose. But um. I just thought it was interesting that that view where like actually she's the antagonist. Yeah. I would like literally succubus my way all the way to those assholes and kill them. <laughs> That's who I would fucking kill. You deserve this, bitch. Yeah. So <laughs> your soul. They burned they burned the whole they burned they burned a lot of like the townspeople alive. They think that this was like part of the sacrifice like 
I mean, that's what they alluded to in this blog that I read that like the that the boys like not the real boys from the case, but in the movie, in the movie, the boys like set the fire on purpose to be part of their ritual to Satan and like that killed a bunch of people. And then yeah. they like sacrificed this person they thought was a virgin, but she was impure. Like, you know, but that's why. <coughs> are you all right? Water down the wrong pipe, guys. <laughs> Finished my wine. Wanted some water, decided to die instead. <laughs> well, anyway, that was my bad explanation of Jennifer's body. <laughs> but um, the whole thing is basically about the this like satanic indie indie band. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Um, and uh, they sacrifice her and she becomes succubus, which I kind of like. It's kind of interesting. I, yeah, go kill those motherfuckers that murdered yeah, you. Right? <laughs> like, go kill them. Like... I just thought, and I, once I, like, watch, like, or once I, have like, have watched the movie and, like, also read about this case, you can see, like, it's obviously a, a stretch yeah. from what the actual case is. Uh-huh. But the essence of it is at least paler. Yeah. Paler. And it's really sad. And the movie actually got really bad reviews at first, but it's kind of, like, gained this cult yeah. following. People love it. I know. There's a big cult following. There's a big cult following of Jennifer's body. So if you haven't watched it, you kind of know a little bit about it now. Sorry. She, she looked at me when she said that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to spoil everything for you, but now maybe it'll be more interesting for you to watch. Yeah. Because you'll see the parallels from the case. But I was going to say, I'll watch it anyway. Also, really Megan care. Fox is awesome. Megan Fox is badass. She is a really great actress, and I don't care if you think I'm wrong. You can kiss my ass. Yeah. Like, I really think that she's great and that she is highly underrated. Yeah. Especially with all that shit that went down with the Transformers franchise. That's Ugh. fucked up. Michael Bay and all that crap. It's like, all right, whatever. But she's pretty great and that movie's pretty great. And I'm glad that these assholes are still in fucking jail. Yep, me too. Because they <laughs> probably would have killed again. Or wouldn't have visited. Yeah, they, they really would have. And she's done. She just sucked down wine. the last rewind and held her glass so in the air. Like, woo. <laughs> yeah, so... Tell us, like, what you think of that. If you've seen Jennifer's Body and have any more, like... Insight. Insight. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen it in a long time, so that was literally, like, my very grainy yeah. remembrance <laughs> of what it happened in the movie and also, like, reading a blog. Yeah. And was like, oh, wow. Yeah. She is not the antagonist. Fuck those guys. <laughs> yeah. But they may... But the whole movie, it's like, she's killing people and you, like, don't like her. Yeah. And that's the problem. It's like, it's not her fault. She didn't mean to die. <laughs> she didn't want to die. <laughs> she didn't want to die. But that's the really, really sad case of Elise Poller. It is sad. I don't. People are so sad. There's a lot of sick fucks in this world. I'm I'm just glad that, the, that the, at least like that. I know it was bad that he did it, but at least the one can got a conscience and like. Uh, yeah, came forward about it. Was like, fuck this, guys. I mean, even if it was a little bit about them, like, hurting him, maybe. I, I mean, who knows how long it would have been. Before they even found her skeleton. Before they even before they even found her, or who knows if they would have killed somebody else. Yeah. How I mean, par- according to Casey, they were planning yeah, to kill someone Yeah, because, I mean, if they if they got away with her, they'd been like, oh, okay, let's do this they again. Will, people get, like, emboldened by that Yeah. Shit. So, who knows? They could have ended up killing more, too, before anybody figured them out. 
So fuck those guys. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but also, if you're interested in more episodes about this case, um, Morbid did a did one. I haven't listened to it personally yet. I did not want to be influenced. Yeah, by, by them because I love them so much. Um, you texted for, me and you were like, "Don't listen to their new episode." <laughs> I was like, "Don't listen," because I was I was like, "Well, you can listen if you want," but yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's the same case. Um, it's an it's. I mean, I'm not sure. They're great, so yeah. they probably have a great episode about it. I just haven't listened to it yet. Um, and there's a lot of interesting things. Like I said, Billboard article I found. Yeah. I didn't find the News Weekly article or the um, Entertainment, Entertainment Weekly. Weekly article, but I found like an article that referenced it. So yeah. um, that was cool. And then, I mean, and obviously the Billboard ones, you can read everything like the judge and the lawyer said and, yeah. and stuff like that. So um, that's nuts. And you can watch that interview on YouTube. So. Ugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Say, don't forget, we have our sources section on YouTube. Yeah, so. Nicole. Tell them where they can find us. Guys, we're like everywhere. But not Pandora. They're not Pandora <laughs> because they're so slow. <laughs> but, but not Pandora. <laughs> but guys, we are on Facebook and Instagram. We are at Buzzkillers Podcast. Yes, we we are. are on Twitter as at Buzzkillers Pod. We have our very own website, buzzkillerspodcast.com. And on that very website, you can see the wines we drink. Vipra, man. Yeah. Try some Vipra. Seriously, try this, some Vipra. That was good. <laughs> I was like, mm, yeah, maybe. Yeah, might see, be at first, I was like, oh, this is pretty good. And then all of a sudden, I was done with it. And I was like, whoops. <laughs> uh, so it's good. <laughs> try it. <laughs> you can read a little bit about us. Um, you can even listen to us on our website. Yep. And if you really want, we have a whole section on our website dedicated to reaching out to us. We have like a little contact form. So if you don't want to, if you don't have like an email or you don't want to email us directly, you can go on our website and use our contact page. Or if you do want to just email us, we are buzzkillerspodcast at gmail.com. Yep. Um, we are now on YouTube. Um, we unfortunately, you we're just buzzkillers, a true crime podcast. They don't let you like customize your URL until you have so many subscribers. So subscribe. So please subscribe. <laughs> I mean, we'd love to. I I know yeah. that my husband told me it took him a while to find us. Yeah, when you first start out, it Ryan said he had a really hard time finding us. I, too. I just sent Tyler and my so. mom and my sister the link. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I, like, I, that's what I ended up doing. I was like, um, he was but, like, uh, you have to look up Buzzkillers, a true crime podcast. I yeah, like, I know, I know. Um, but once we get, once we are able to customize our URL, you'll be able to find us a little easier. But we're gonna put up some extra bonus content on there. You listen, yeah. you can listen to all of our episodes, our coffee runs, our mixers and minis. Ooh. You can. People s- love the mixers and minis. I know. We love you. If you like our mixes and minis, give us a shout. Tell us what you want to hear about. Exactly. Little cases. Give cause. us, I would, well, I'd love to do it. So like they send us a case and we research it on the spot. So like something that mm. even if we've never heard of it, we're just like right on the spot. We're like, what's this about? Because it's kind of what we did. Like yeah. we heard of Joel Guy Jr., but we didn't, we didn't know like know too, too much. much. We knew like a few of this, of course, like the really fucked up details, like his mother's head in a pot on the stove. Like, what but, the fuck? <laughs> but like Dude. we were we were researching it while we were talking, and it was just like every five seconds we were like, "Whoa, did you read this? Holy crap, did you Whoa. read this?" It was, but, and we don't ever do our research together. 
No, we don't. So it was kind of cool to be like, did you see this? Did you see this? Did you read this? this? (laughs) Yeah. So if you've got anything like you want us to cover on a mini that we could be like, we dig into and be like, whoa. We would love that. (laughs) Let us know. Um, And uh, now we're on, oh my gosh, we are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. We are on Amazon Music. Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. And coming soon to Pandora. Yeah. I hope. (laughs) We hope. Oh, and Podbean, obviously. Oh, and Podbean. Yes. Listen to us on Podbean Podbean if you like Podbean because that'd be fun. Yeah. We like Podbean. They're our host website and they're amazing. Yeah. We really like them. Shout out to you guys. Seriously. You help make everything so easy. So easy. (laughs) Uh, The only thing that we don't do through them is YouTube. Yeah. And that was just because we wanted to be able to like change... Yeah, I wanted to be able to make our own video and customize some stuff. And futz with the audio and whatever, because some of our first episodes have interesting audio. God. (laughs) There was a point where I was editing one of the videos for YouTube, and I was like, I hit play, and I was like, oh, dear God. Oh, God. (laughs) We're only only 11 episodes in, and I'm like, oh, I don't even want to listen to the first five. But even this episode, like, we're futzing with the sound, because... The last episode, Nicole sounded I was so quiet. Say, I've, been, I've been quiet, and it's we're still we're getting there, guys. We're getting there. We're figuring all this we're, out. We appreciate you staying with us. Yeah. But anyway, we'll come at you one more time in the month of October for another one last spook, spook, motherfucker. And then we have a new topic. Yes. So, I and I, we ready. probably have to figure that what that is soon because yeah, we'll have to probably. I think be, we kind of talked about it earlier. We kind of hit on something earlier that I think we might go with yeah and it, things might be a little flipped yeah because so, november is macy's birth month. yeah guys it's <laughs> macy's birth month so like and there's a case that happened on my birthday exactly so uh i'm pretty sure i have to cover that one yeah on my birthday weekend so, so we're trying to make the theme fit yeah we're around this <laughs> we're like one how case. can we do this so we're gonna like flip-flop weeks so i'll probably go first so yeah, like that's she can... not normally how it goes <laughs> but that's fine but we can do whatever we want because it's our, our podcast, podcast. We're having a great time. We love hanging with y'all. And we're glad that so many of you like us. You like us. You really like us. Really like us. We are just two of those girls with a true crime podcast. But we're like, oh my god, we get excited like at everything because we're like, oh my god, like you see this new follower on Facebook. Oh my god, did you see this new follower on on Twitter? Oh my god, you see this person retweeted us. Oh my god, you see this person mentioned us in our story. Literally every five seconds. Like we love it. We are loving it. We're having a great time. My husband like does not understand. He's always like, why are you on your phone all the time? Like podcast, podcast. It's not even like my own personal account. I'm on, I'm on our Instagram account more our, our Instagram and than our my Twitter own. Twitter and stuff, I am always on it. I'm always. Yeah, always. chances are you're talking to one of us. Yep. You might be able to tell at some point if I, you talk to us enough. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I've been the one mostly on Twitter and she mostly does Instagram. But so. Nicole, anytime you, anytime there's like a, a comment from Buzzkiller's podcast, it's almost always Nicole. Yeah, I have a habit of like scrolling through Instagram and like leaving random ass comments. I like everything. I like everything. So yeah. like, I'm fine with that and like like look at everybody's stories but she comments I like to talk to people which is kind of a lie because in real life I'm the biggest introvert I and I like fucking hate people. people but it's fine but it's through a screen so it's not the same there's no like face to face like yeah. there's, there's no awkward icebreaker um, yeah definitely no awkward icebreaker God. let us know some more things if any that you want us to cover yeah, for October guys. we loved doing that mini last week 
it was just so much fun. Topic, topic ideas, episode ideas, cases you really want us to cover. We are not limited. I mean, we call ourselves a true crime podcast, but as you have learned this month, we cover some extra stuff too. We like spook, spook. We have plans to cover like conspiracy theories and legends and things like, like that. Fun, so fun don't limit yourself. If you want to hear about it, tell us what it is. Because if it if it's something like especially if we've never heard of it where it's gonna blow our minds we like that last week nicole kept saying like oh the dipping box episode you like you weren't talking like at all and i was like i was so fascinated by what you were saying to me i just couldn't even like words i was like what what the fuck is going on like why did you open it like i just I couldn't handle myself. She's like, you're so quiet. I was like, because I I don't know what the fuck is happening. My mind is blown. I know. So I we love hearing about cases that we don't know. Yeah. That was like Albert Fish when you were like, you were like, what? 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 I was like, yeah, it gets worse. (laughs) It gets worse. Yeah, it gets worse. It gets worse. (laughs) I don't think it could get any worse. Really? Yeah, that piece of shit. God, I hate him. Anyway. Oh, guys, thank you for listening. Oh, guys, we love you, Buzzards. We love you, Buzzards, so much. Hearts. You can't see my heart, but I'm giving you She's a heart with my hands. She's holding a heart. And, um, yeah, just watch out for another episode next week. Yeah. And please, just contact us. We want to hear from you guys. Yeah. We want to know what you want to hear about. And don't lie to me. I know you're out there. I, I do. I see the statistics on Podbean. Podbean shows us our little map and we know we have listeners. <laughs> I know. I know at least a couple that have stayed for a long time. So we appreciate you. We do. Um, <laughs> we really do. We are weird. And we are like, I literally, we took like a, like what, a 10 second break to fill our wine glasses. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like I'm all over the place with this episode. I feel like I am not going in order. I feel like I, like, what the fuck was I doing this week with my research? And she was like, you're Fine. It's totally fine to me. I felt the same way with the Dybbuk box. And I was like, I thought that that was very well done. <laughs> Considering how much information you had. So, I thought um, mine was so long. I'm yeah, sorry. Half, half the time I'm like, am I like drunkenly like messing this the fuck up? Right? You, but I know like, I'm not. Yeah. You're like, okay, I, I know I did my notes well. Like, I know I'm reading this right. I know <laughs> I'm reading. Some a reason. couple of the quotes. I had a hard time this episode with a couple of the quotes. <laughs> I like was just like what? Well, like last episode when I read that like creepy poem he recites, there was a solid point where I just stopped and went, "You have to delete this part. I gotta read it again." <laughs> I- <laughs> I like I can't. That was bad. I that need was to real restart. Bad. Restart. So anyway, guys, we love you, and we'll be back next week for new yeah. episodes. So. Last one of October. I hope you're ready. Yes, it's gonna be a good one. I'm excited. Yeah, I don't know much about it, so I'm. There's gonna be. A, you're not gonna hear my voice probably they're probably like good you're annoying as fuck god shut up macy i don't care listen news flash news flash this is my podcast (laughs) (laughs) anyway Anyway, okay this line wow is really good try viper we love you okay bye bye